How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Ken and Curtis on W-E-E-I. job Nick LePan on the rejoins December 17th edition of the Ken and Curtis show Celtics are on a bit of an adversity skid here Curtis they've lost three of four including last night I know like the return of the big man I have to say I know it's probably childish but there's something about the standing O for something the fans know about with the guy coming back from an injury in Boston that's a little different very nice last night Get you every time every yeah. time but mm-hmm. the magic I think Wiki actually predicted this yesterday he started in passing that they uh, they had been hot lately I don't know if that's true they, but have, they won five in a row Scal poo pooed that but advantage Wiki over Scal wait, wait, Scal thought the, P- the Celtics would win <laughs> well <laughs> he didn't see them stumbling for this game but they Tatum said they were tired they were too fatigued from the West Coast trip okay they, they act like they have a connecting flight in Newark I mean they were definitely lazy though they were just chucking up threes they went 11 of 46 is that right Nick 11 of 46 from three check the box score and I got a rebound in 53-38, 20 second chance points for the Magic, but it doesn't really matter. They're 22-8. They'll be fine. Still have the best record of the NBA. They get Rob Williams back. They have to figure out how to integrate him. Bigs and the, and the littles, you've got you to gotta worry about that X's and O's stuff, Curtis. Got to figure out how to use the bigs. I have a prediction right here. Yep. Missoula is not the head coach next season. Whoa. I just, he's, he's, some people are, you know, ready for prime time. There's just elements of him that just don't strike me as... Uh, gravitas. But he'll get this year to finish out, yep. right? But if they don't get it, so basically it's win or you're out. Right. They wouldn't fire him. No, but this is an attra- if, if If everybody's still here, this may be the most attractive coaching spot in all of basketball. Yeah. Okay, so a texture points out we've done the who's closer to a title four straight weeks, but I'd say we make it five. Okay, who's furthest? So the Bruins are in action today. They're coming off the uh, shootout choke job against the Kings. But a 1 o'clock matinee today against Columbus. They're fine. 23-4-2 will get the job done. I heard you pick Bruins more likely than Celtics earlier this week from yeah, your fear I, of Tatum in primetime. I got I got a lot of flack. I, I said that there's an air of A-Rod with Jason Tatum. Okay, but they're both closer. So the only really drama here is, if you want to go who's farther, it's, Patriots, it's Patriots and Red Sox. Correct. That's more fun to talk about. Now, yesterday, the Red Sox DFA'd Eric Hosmer. Okay. Remember when everybody's like, oh, they got Hosmer, and he can be here. He's under <laughs> team control for another season. Well, he was supposed to be. He went. He played 14 games last year. He went 11 for 45. Um, 
He had three doubles. He was not great. Courtney's, I'll grant you that. Courtney's into uh, third baseline seats are now gone with oh, Casey. God, I know. He, we had the connection with Casey. But anyway, they put him on waivers, which I don't really understand. I guess they're trying to open up a roster spot. Bradford can expand on this at 4 o'clock today on the Bradford Show. But they still have other. They could have DFA'd a number of other guys, including Caleb Ort. Do you remember Caleb Ort? Who, was who could in forget? The he came in last year. But Hosmer, they put him on. Well, they have seven days to trade him, but he's got a no-trade clause, so he could turn that down. Or they could put him on waivers, but... I have a simple he, question. They I, weren't paying him anyway. Right, it doesn't I, make any sense. Of course not. I have a simple question. Tell me what Bloom does well. Say that again? What does Bloom do well? Bloom gets bullpen pieces well. He's done that well. Okay, he so just stockpiled yesterday Wyatt He He has had Mills. two of the worst trades in baseball with Renfro and Mookie Betts. He got Johnny Leverage in here, though. Johnny Schreiber. That's his creme de la creme. Okay. Um, he has been a disaster <laughs> in building this roster of late. I mean, the, the manner in which that they... What about Whitlock? Great Rule 5 pickup. Okay. So he's good at getting guys off the scrap heap. Yes. Diamonds can... in the rough. Okay, so why can't he find a diamond that can play middle infield? Well, he got story. This is going to be a, it's story time. This year is story time. We were premature on those K cards. Are, are they going to really be selling us Marcelo Mayer and? Well, yeah. The well, that's no, come on. You got it. That is not. Uh, he's in phony. single A, right? Okay, so he's the shortstop of the future. You need a couple years to get to him. That's you don't want to block the guy for ten years. In two years, Dombrowski took Sherrington's <laughs> team and turned it into the best team in the history of the organization. Yeah, and then they were bereft of talent. Bereft of talent, the Moncada trade for for sale is still a good trade. I just saw Anderson Espinosa pop up somewhere. That guy was like so coveted when they traded him. I was they all are tragic with you and Bayo. It's like <laughs> he had a good conclusion of the season. Well, Bayo's in the rotation this year. Okay, great, baby, baby Pedro. Here's the rotation. I saw Buster, Buster only tweeted this out yesterday with Sale leading the rotation. Yes, yes. kick me in the nuts, Ace, Ace, Bayo. You think Chris Sale will make the opening day start for the Red Sox? Yes. It's just a bike accident. He'll be back. <sighs> Bayo, Whitlock, Sale. Who do we see first publicly, Brian Hoyer or Chris Sale? <laughs> Where is Hoyer? God. Gone. Do you think, what did they do to did him? Did Patricia eat him? Oh, jeez. Okay, but back to Hosmer. Okay. So, it doesn't make any sense. Like, they, why Why would you, I don't I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. I guess they're all in on Cassis. They wanted to open up a roster spot. They're all in on Cassis. But they're going to sign Devers, okay? They'll sign Devers. They'll let Tristan Cassis play a lot. Your rotation's okay. Your bullpen is definitely better. If they get Correa, I think people are actually going to be somewhat fine with that. If you sign Devers and Correa. Correa already signed. Where'd he sign with? Didn't Correa just sign? Am I losing my mind? With the Giants. Yeah. Oh, he did sign Ten years, $350 million. Jesus, when was this? God, Hawks still runneth over. Right, so forget about him. Who's left on the shortstop market? I have Dane's no idea. Swanson. Swanson, that's who I'm talking oh, about. Swanson. He followed the Red Sox on Twitter, I, ha- I heard. Okay, so Swanson. He's also on his honeymoon, so we yeah, won't Yeah, Haven for a said they're while. close on him. So Swanson, you sign him. Were the Nomar trades when he was on a honeymoon with Mia <laughs> Ham, and that was all a big thing that he called Numi? Yeah, exactly. Um. Anyway, well, it's salvageable. The Red So I'm not. No, nobody's no, going to say that. Why would you entrust Heim Bloom to do any high level trade again? Well, that's not a trade. Well, I mean, he I'm might saying in general, might, what, like they might trade Verdugo. Actually, you can <clears> see that happening. And so, then you're back to the Mookie trade as being one of the worst of all time. Correct. So wh- why why is he I, – I just – the Red Sox and, and I, I – So the Patriots I, are ahead of the Red Sox. Yes. But the, my issue with the Red Sox is simple. 
why? What is the plan? Why do you believe Bloom is the right guy to continue with this plan? And we haven't seen him spend big money yet. We don't know how he'll fare under that. Okay, but what we thought he was good at is pinpointing stars that are underutilized or in a farm system, right? And using major league talent to acquire those guys who would be cost effective. Similar production with the major league level. Mm-hmm. He has failed on a level eh, that we haven't seen before. No, he's done some of that. Again, Whitlock. He failed with that with the Mookie trade. He traded talent. With the talent. Mookie trade, yes. The Mookie, the Garrett Whitlock's a rule five. You're not trading talent. Okay. You're acquiring a guy that's being left available by another major league roster. Okay, yeah. Mookie trade, not great. But, I mean, not great. I mean, historically <laughs> awful. Benintendi trade, not great. Benintendi trade, not great. He did sign with the White Sox. I saw that. Good luck in Chicago. 75 million? 75 million for Benny. Benintendi also a Mensa candidate, but but so so you heard this week because there was some pushback that okay maybe the owners are selling, and I started to buy into that because I've been on that for a couple of years. Maybe they just want to shed. They have told Bloom no long term contracts. We forbid you to sign anything beyond five year deal, six year deal, something like that. Nothing in the over two hundred million. But they pushed back on that at the press conference this week. It's you know uh, Sam Kennedy talked about the owners are in. They're as invested as they've ever been. So I kind of believe that's that another now. Thing like. I hate being in this position, but of course they're not as invested as they've ever been. Who would believe that? <laughs> like, I mean, it, by the, like, if you have, yeah, but I don't think he'll say that if they're going to sell the team. Would, so, you, would you at least acknowledge that? I understand that, but so if if you and D had another child, you would love Maya mm-hmm. the same, yeah, but you wouldn't be as invested because you have to divest and raise two kids instead of one. Yeah, but I wouldn't tell Maya that. Of, of course, but you're not. <laughs> But, but she would understand that. She gets a friend for life, and you get a little less dad time. Kind of a win-win. <laughs> but th- the situation here is John Henry, when he bought the team, I keep going back to this because it was in my formative years. I was a little Red Sox fan in high school, wanting this team to turn the corner, loved Pedro, loved Manny. John Henry buys the team, and it is Larry Lucchino and John Henry and Tom Warner's sole focus with Theo Epstein to yep. build a champion. Yep. That has no longer been the case. What if they sell Liverpool? But they they, already, they already sell, sell Liverpool? They're in the process of selling Liverpool, so they get the commanders. Well, we don't know about that. If they get Liverpool off the docket, then they're more focused. If it was quicker, the sale was quicker, they would have had Correa and Bogarts on the same team. And they're worried about the Winter Classic. Penguins are coming to town. Once that passes, then they'll be all in on but, Swanson. But I just... What's Swanson doing? He's got a wedding? Nick? They got I believe t- he's on his honeymoon. Oh, he's on his honeymoon. That's what you said. Yeah, so they got time. Okay, but here's the issue. Last year was the lowest attendance they've had in 20 years. Mm. Okay, and I firmly believe that the feeling, the sentiment out there, there were people that were still on the high of the great playoff uh, run they had a couple years ago that believed in Heim because the Schwarber deal was great. The second Schwarber signed with the Phillies, it felt like things shifted. Yeah. Because it was an inexcusable loss for, of a guy that everybody here liked, clicked with the locker room, and then you get into Well, a, what was even worse was Bloom trying to excuse it as he hits 215 right. or whatever it is. Right. Not a good moment. And now you it's to Bradfield, they need pop in the lineup. So they got to find that. I mean. But I just, it, it used to be that people here would know that the Red Sox, despite their record, would be in contention to get the best players on the market every year. Yeah. And that's no longer the case. And what that drives is shows like this one saying, oh, you know, the pursuit of A-Rod, the pursuit of Manny, the pursuit of whomever drives phone calls, interest, and season tickets and all of that. The The news surrounding the Red Sox has been almost entirely negative. Well, it should have been because they signed a closer in Kenley Jansen and they signed Yoshida, who's a, that's a 
pretty good signing for them. But I would agree with you. It got it got lost in the Bogarts left, and the Yankees signed another megastar. Right. Which was a self-inflicted wound by the organization because the fan base is smarter than that. They knew when you, once you signed Story that that was the leverage play against losing Bogarts. Yeah, and they should have just admitted that. Just, they tried to they tried to tap dance around it and be delicate because they tried to no, defer to Bogarts. And, last year, the easy solution is the second you sign Story, you give your last and best offer to Xander, six year one sixty deal, and then you say we knew we had to get Story because we needed a better you know firm up our middle infield. He's got pop. We need pop. All this stuff. And just tell everybody it's his last year. No, then you try you give Bogarts the long term deal with, which is what he would have accepted last year six and one sixty five one sixty whatever. Then you have both of those guys, but either way, you don't come on this radio station and go all, everywhere you can saying that you it's can't pl- envision. It. I mean, the cut in GHS Daily where Sam Kennedy is asked by Greg if he can envision a scenario by which Xander Bogarts is not in the Red Sox Ooh. next season. No, I cannot. I can't. I mean, yeah. it's just, I don't get, what's the benefit of that? It was all, they were whistling past the graveyard. They were just trying to deny fingers in the ears. It's not going to happen. He'll stay here. He'll test the market. We'll match it. He's right. not going to get a mega deal. They this were wrong. Re- this reminds me of when I was in school and I would hide the report card from my parents. Like, so I'd buy myself a weekend. <laughs> but do you think they it was malicious or did they actually believe it? Because there's no reason they would, like, not believe that and say it and go through the trade deadline and not trade Bogarts for prospects and all that stuff. Of like course they, they knew it was horse crap. No, I think they really believed Bogarts would hit the market and he, his value would not be nearly what he thought it was, and then he'd come back. Ken, I'm, I'm serious. I am serious. I'm not just trying to spin for the organization or say say something like that. But that's, it, it, then it, that's horrible. Then that's like, so then you're saying similar to the Patriots and Brady, that no matter what, Brady just wasn't yes, going to leave. He yes. was a Patriot. Bogarts has, had proclaimed his love for the area, and he wanted to be a Red Sox for life, and he loved the yeah. little Flemings kid. And, you know. Can you envision Xander Bogarts wearing another uniform? No, I can't. Yeah, I mean, you don't, I don't think he would say that if he didn't. Maybe they were worried, but at least they felt they had a real good chance to sign him. I, I just had a different approach. Maybe So you think it was malicious, they lowballed him, they never really intended to sign him, they tried to pull one over the eyes of the Why fans. are they the interest kings? Why with every player do I hear the Red Sox had interest in X? Well that's separate. I mean that's how is it different? Their interest in Xander, their interest in interest in free agents is similar, right? That they want people to believe that they're know. in this on is these a homegrown guys. guy that they had they had actually talked about as being plan A. It's different. And at the deadline, the more bizarre behavior was trading Vasquez. And then just totally seeming to reverse course based on fan backlash and keeping everybody. It is strange. It that, that how, whole, how are you not seeing that that's the same thing? I just, but so they were going to trade Bogarts and then they st- they stopped. Right. I don't think so. I think they their intention all along was they thought they'd get a. a they think I'm, they can middle this, Ken, and you can't. Yeah, they're trying to middle it, and you and can't. They thought they'd pull it off. They but, haven't yet. Well, they. <laughs> but Devers now they have to sign. Where would you say they're closer to the the basement of the division or the or the top? Well, I haven't broken down the Orioles or the Rays rotation yet. But, yeah, I'd say close to, close to the bottom. In a million years, I never thought in my lifetime so quickly. Jays just signed Bassett. The, the Red Sox and Patriots would be in last place in their division. Look at those rotations. Yankees. Cole, Radon, oh. Nasty Nestor, Severino, Montes, Herman, Jays, Gossman, Manoa, Bassett, Yusei Kikuchi, and Berrios. I know. Bad receiver. Th- those are five. Great pitchers across the board. Right. It's like they're competing in a different division. Wow. you got to win games like one nothing. Get to the bullpen and have all these bullpen guys come through so what's for you. So what's the message at the, um, at the uh, uh, picnic tables at Fort Myers this year? Well, by then, Devers is extended. 
You get Devers extended, long mega deal. If you're Devers, why? Cassis is the next star. You're you're pushing Cassis and Story, the new infield stars. The money just goes up. If I'm Devers, I don't sign this offseason. Sale is back. Does Sale go on a PR tour back from the bike accident? Yeah, he'll do the pan mass. <laughs> and you got Yoshida. So you've got an, uh, an unknown, a mystery man there. Okay, it's more likely that Sale starts 30 games than it is that they extend Devers before the season. They're both likely. I think they're both likely. But the question is this. Between, are you more down on the Red Sox or the Patriots right now? Is that the essential question? Right. Or, or who do you feel more optimistic about returning to, positive. Yeah. To, uh, to title contention? Okay. 617-779-7937. This is the Kenny Curtis Show. Nick LaPan has your trending update. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Hey, jingity jing. It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing. The Italian Christmas donkey. La, la, la. Ken Curtis here on your Saturday. 17th of December. I am so excited. I have, I've always been an early riser, not as early as I am these days, but I've always been envious of the LA sports fan where you get football at 10 a.m., NFL football. So this weekend. I'm not sure there are LA sports fans. That's true. Well, West Coast sports fans. Wiggy thinks Tucson's on the coast, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> I, I think this. Soda McCourty, he's right about that. That's true. Okay. Great. That's a great way to win an argument. Um, but the I had thought the Patriots were a night game, and I was already get, trying to get my mother-in-law to shift our Christmas Eve reservation, but it's at 1 o'clock yeah. uh, West Coast time, 4 o'clock East Coast. But this weekend, I am so excited to see 10 a.m. football. Oh, 
I love it. The best. I like the British games. I like the early games here. I think they're going to have more of those. But well, a, that uh, could be a huge game. Could, I mean, would the Patriots be in a situation where they have to beat the Bengals? you got to find a way to beat the Bengals. Let's say they win tomorrow. I think they will. You think they'll lose. Right. If they lose tomorrow, it's... Yeah, it's probably done. But if you win, and depending on what happens tomorrow and tonight, I guess. So now, Dolphins-Bills tonight. We'll get back to the Red Sox here in a second. We've got a bunch of calls uh, talking about who you're more down on, Sox or Patriots. But tonight's game... The first meeting between these teams was in, like, intense heat, right? The Bills lost in Miami. That was that wild game with Ken Dorsey throwing crap. Yeah, yeah. So a lot at stake here tonight. And they have nine inches on the field already. It's crazy. So uh, you're right. You root for the Bills to beat Miami. Uh, You definitely want the Bills to beat Miami. And then, you know, we'll we'll get right to this, but the Jets are such a stupid organization. (laughs) Like, my entire life, few things have remained true, but... Like, the, the people around here are, you know, are, are dunderheads in charge. And the other one is that you have the Jets, where you know there's a chance that Zach Wilson is going to be back starting for you again. He was the second overall pick. You're going to a game in Minneapolis wearing Mike White shirts? Like, and now you have this game tonight. Is there uh, any leadership? Him. Well, he's not starting yes. against the Lions, is he? Yeah. Oh, Zach's yes. back in. Zach's back in. God, jeez. Mike yeah, White. Mike White not cleared the play. <laughs> he tried to go to 10 doctors. Nobody would clear him, and that's, <laughs> that's his fact. Well, maybe he'll try to prove them wrong. Come out and but, light but, it up. But who thought that was a good idea? To wear the shirts? Right. Like, say uh, what but, you will about the that's, Patriots. That's probably players. Do you think Salah should have just stepped in and put that to bed? Yeah. Like, okay, I, probably have a point. I, I mean, what? I mean, that's what happens when, you know, the crafts create an industry they buy the team after being successful businessmen the johnson and johnson heirs just buy the jets and they're idiots so that's a, what are we doing now bradford by the way is sending in some sound we we're talking about the red Sox and trying to explain what their the, what their process has been like over the last year and losing bogarts and the trade deadline and all that so you had matt strom on the podcast to so set this up nick uh, what is strom talking about here strom is talking about how he the red Sox trade deadline last year and he doesn't still doesn't know if they did anything or not <laughs> okay all right I guess just foolishly thinking and being a fan of baseball, more teams would go for it at the deadline, like fully go for it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you didn't see that. And like, even look at Boston. We, did we, do we still know what we did? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know. Like the game. Was that, I have to ask, cause you said that, was that the feeling? Like, do we, do we know if we're going for it or not? I mean, I don't think it was at the time because Obviously, Sale was still coming back. There was a chance of Paxton still coming. So, like, it still felt like, okay, if we get these horses, like, we could 100% do it. It just felt like a, I don't know, like a. You were, well, once, listen, I mean, like, I we've talked. Like, I talked to JD at the end of the year. We played field position is what it felt like. Oh, that's a great way to put it, man. Like, yeah, we didn't, like, I don't want to say we punted it because when people think punt, like, you just gave up. Like, nah, we just. We had a six-point lead, and we pinned him inside the 10. And we... Right, and, and, and you were hoping that Chris Sale and James Pax were going to be your, your lockdown linebackers who were going to, like, yep. get the ball back. It, and never and instead, Tom Brady subbed in at quarterback, and we lost. All right. Wow, a good football talk there from Matt Strom, now New Philly, and, and Bradville. Uh, He's kind of right. They, they, played it, they played it safe. Well, they weren't leading. If you played field <laughs> position when you're winning a game. Were they, they in were... a wild card spot at that time? No, they weren't. They were no, nowhere near it. Well, if they were nowhere near, they were still sort of hovering around contention, I guess. Right. The The issue is, is that the players... So here's what happened from my perspective. They get to the deadline. 
They are mathematically in, in a race that they know they can't win if, this, if they don't add dramatically. Mm-hmm. They begin the process of trading Vasquez, who was a uh, it's sort of a, a luxury accessory piece. They for were 500 at the end of July. So they're a 500 team, and, and, and Vasquez is really great on a playoff run. He's a very you know smart, knows how to call a game, good defensive catcher, can get a clutch hit or two, good clubhouse guy, bilingual, all that. So they trade Vasquez, and the house fell down. It was like the Jenga piece got pulled, and yeah. the whole house collapsed. You had that video from Houston, and it was they, they didn't have people on site. The Heimblum, you know, totally mangled the the communication process of it. Vasquez sees the media; he's in this awkward position. Players are livid. They have this huge cleanup in the in, in Houston, so they have to send everybody down there to fix and, and ameliorate the situation. Well, here's the problem. That was the first step of what I believe to be three or four where Heim would continue to get prospects because, as you know, no matter how good you are at finding prospects, your odds of finding one increase the more you obtain. Yeah. So that, I'm sure, was Heim's plan. Well, management, who hired Heim to do things in a stress-free way where he would be cost-efficient and um, smart with his tactics, are now forced to re-engage from afar because... Everybody's pissed off. Core is livid. Bogarts is mad. Devers, you name it. So instead of carrying out their plans to get more and more, you know, whether it was Evaldi, whether it was Bogarts, whomever, they stop and middle it. Yeah. Because they had to put the fire out that was created by the manner in which they decided to trade Vasquez, and it broke down the entire system. So now your hated rival wins the World Series with the guy, and you sit there with guys that you get nothing for. Well, and on top of that, the Bogarts departure, I think there's a baseball explanation to be had for it, and you can sell fans on it, but if it affects Devers wanting to stay here or other players or the morale of the team, I mean, there's got to be some of that going on. One thing that I can say as a fact is that the view of the Boston Red Sox among players and execs around baseball has had a massive hit over the last three years. Yeah, Yeah, they get kind of mocked like punchline. All right, let's go to uh, Jack in the South End on the Sox plan. Hi, Jack. Hey, good morning. Yeah, Curtis, I think you, you put it uh, perfectly there. Um, yeah, so I used to think a couple of years ago, I thought Heim Bloom, after the, uh, even after the 2021, you know, ALCS, I thought they had some kind of a master plan to get to continuous contention. But, I mean, the last couple of years, like since then, it's been completely desultory. I mean, first of all, they give $140 million to Trevor Story as leverage for against Xander Bogarts when instead of giving Bogarts that basically the same amount of money and keeping him a player who's actually proven and has performed well consistently in Boston instead of just Colorado his whole career, then, I mean, right now, I mean, we have, like, who's our, like, we have ace starting pitcher, and that's Pavetta. Is that our ace? Like, who else is going to be in the rotation? Bayo, baby like, Pedro. Probably Bayo. Okay, you're right. Bayo, sure. Um, but it, it seems like their, their priority, I think you kind of hinted at this earlier, um, is to walk the line like Johnny Cash between saving money and, and not causing consternation among the fans. That's their goal, to try to walk that line, but they're not able to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're going to spend money. I mean, their payroll is, what, $190 million or something like that? They're not going to be touching, God, the Mets are over, over $300 million? But you can, there, there are things that you can do to sort of cosmetically appear as though you're invested. Yeah. And that is by short-term deals. The baseball... Uh, deal with the players and owners. There's a new TV deal, I believe, that begins this season, which is an extra 100 to $200 million per team. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be cashing in on that, and you you mitigate the long-term risk of a long-term deal. And 
I just would say very easily that Ben Sherrington was fired by the people who run this team, who won a World Series, had been a guy in this facility for a while. I'm looking up his worst moves, you know, moving Daniel Bard as a starter, not <laughs> trading Michael Bowden for someone, yeah. trading Jed Lowry. I mean, these are a, I mean, not even in the same stratosphere as the idiotic moves that Himes made thus far. I mean, I just, at a certain point, right, I don't know what it was with the Knicks, but it was early on they knew Isaiah Thomas wasn't the guy, but for whatever reason that douche Dolan just wanted him around forever because he had probably had blackmail on him. Yeah, There's a point where you reach where you know that Bloom isn't the guy. I'm almost there myself. Very nice person. <clears throat> well, and I worry about Cora. I go back to that all the time. Like, does Cora... Cora wants to be more involved in decision-making. I don't know if he has been yet this offseason. Do you think Cora trusts not, Bloom? I am skeptical of that, and I uh, my t- hunch is to say no. Right. And so you're probably going to lose Cora in a year. I mean, I'm not going to say that. If you don't get it together next year and, and at least show signs of we're in, we're a legitimate team, you're going to lose Cora. Well, and you look at Cora, right? Here's a guy, because of his own actions, is on a short leash among the baseball people because of what happened in Houston and here. So he gets back, they make the playoffs, they go on a run, and that really sort of almost washed away the, the Houston situation off of him. But he knows he doesn't, he's not going to get a bunch more shots if this fails miserably. What do you think he felt when, when Schwarber signed for the, with the Phillies? <laughs> what do you think he felt when they lowballed yeah. Xander before the season? Right. How do you think he feels today about the status of the negotiations with Devers after what happened to Xander Bogarts? He can't be happy, and he's the biggest star you have. That's why Devers is huge. Like if they if they actually do sign Devers, what? How much does that move the needle? Let's say it's ten years, three hundred million, whatever, something like that. Then you at least you have a big contract. In it's your belt. a life raft for now. It is, and yep. it, and it proves that you know, Bogarts was just you had other options. You spent the money here instead of there. I said this last week, and I mean it. I, I understand, just like I understood Kraft choosing. Uh, Belichick over Brady. I get it. I mean, Xander is not likely to... I mean, this is going to be a bad deal in San Diego after year six or seven. But I don't care about that. Yeah. You need to prove that you're investing into this team. It's one thing to say that's a business decision. I can even accept it. There's a chance Story has a better year this year at shortstop than Xander did last year. But it's the manner in which they've approached it, which has been to tell you something that is diametrically opposed about what they feel. Yeah. And by the way, if they don't sign Devers, then they better trade him. You cannot go That's, into the... I, heard, I think Lou was on Twitter saying that. Yeah, I agree 100%. Totally. Let's go to John and Norton. Hi, John. Hey, guys. So you were saying a little while ago, are they near the top of the bottom of the division? They <laughs> are like right now one of the five worst teams in the American League, Oof. other than maybe Detroit, Oakland, and Kansas City. They are worse now than last year. The two best starting pitchers last year, Revaldi and Walker, they're gone, okay? You don't know if Whitlock can start. You don't know if Hulk can start. Chris Seal is one bad sneeze away from fracturing about six ribs, okay? <laughs> and and Yoshida, Bless we you. know nothing about. At best case, at best case, next year he's equal to Bogart, okay? And the other thing is, you know, look at the trades he's made. He traded for Franchi, cut him. Traded for Jackie Bradley, cut him. And now... They cut Eric Hosman after trading. They are worse now than they were last year. They have no plan. Bloom needs to go now. Mm. Thanks for the call. By the way, Bradfoe also reporting that the Orioles have interest in Waka <laughs> so, and Rich Hill. So the Orioles are trying to beef up the, their rotation with your guys last year. Waka was a salvation. Well, i got to tell you, Ken, 
you better hope that this is the long-term plan of selling the team because if this is how they now want to build the roster, it's going to get ugly quick. Let's go to Brock in Middleborough. Hi, Brock. Yeah, Chris, uh, you and I usually align on most things, but on Bloom, I totally disagree because I think he is the guy. I think he's doing exactly what he should be, what he's asked to be doing, which is not committing this team to any high contracts for long-term deals because – Ownership's going to be selling within the next two two years or so because as storied as the Red Sox franchise is, as a, uh, a business organization, it doesn't compare to something like the Commanders or another NFL team at the end of the day. And I think that's the goal. I mean, I, that's a good point, Brock. Uh, I think that we may be saying the same thing, actually. If, if this is what they're telling him to do, then I wouldn't obviously – Blame Heim. He's just doing. But you what still could lose Cora that way. There's but, no doubt of that. But I disagree on the the. Obviously, there's 32 NFL teams. They're all incredibly, you know, successful. But the Red Sox are more valuable than I would say 50 percent at least. And when the Red Sox are good, that fall of 2021 was awesome. You were there with me at the Sporting Club early October when they had the big comeback win against the, the, the uh, Nationals. Bomb. Yeah, huge. And then, you know, whether it was the one-night game, we did like a 20-share one-night playoff against the Yankees and Garrett Cole. Tommy Trader t-shirt night is the way I described that. Night, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a new low for the for Greg, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but that then they win the, win the walk-off, back-to-back walk-offs against the Rays to go to the ALCS. Then they're up two games to one, up 2 yeah. nothing in the game. Xander, it's a bomb to center field. They were two wins away from the World Series, and then you had Sam Kennedy and others saying, this, it, this endorses the plan. Validates This it. validates our plan. That's a whoopsie, looking back. But, and, uh, they, and they rode that all year last year. And so here's the situation. When the Red Sox are good, I think that they have a smart marketing people at Fenway Park. I think there's people there that understand that the college $9 ticket thing are all great hits. It only works if there's buzz. With the next generation, you can't live off your laurels. Yes, there will be 30% of the people that go to Fenway Park next year will do it because they're from Waukegan and they want to see Fenway Park. Or they're traveling from Europe or wherever. And it's a tourist destination. But the 70%, you need to incentivize them to get to the game. More so than ever, we have more entertainment options, we have more places to go, more things we can see. So you, you can't do it both, you can't middle it. As they're trying to do. If there's, do you have any doubt that if the Red Sox put a competitive team on the same level with the Yankees, that Fenway will not be alive and that the team won't be, you know, profitable? Yeah, I would think they would be. And and now, so let's say they get Swanson. Okay, they're rumored to be in on him with Cubs, Dodgers, Twins, Cardinals. So they're probably not. But I got to tell you, <laughs> if they're rumored to be in, I believe they're out. <laughs> okay, well, you know, they could get. I guess the the hope would be you get them on a short deal. Like he want, he does one of those deals that Correa did with the Twins, right? So it's a couple years with opt outs, whatever. But you could salvage this year with the buzz of Cassis is your guy, Devers is staying long term, sales coming back, stories coming back. You could kind of piece it together for a year, but you do wonder if that's if people will buy in, you know, b- believe that. Plus the rule changes, obviously, right? I, you know, you try to sell the excitement of new rules and. See how it goes in twenty three. There's a certain I don't know whatever forty percent, fifty percent of the fan base is there, right? They're diehard Sox fans. They've grown up with the Red Sox. People, we have those people in our lives. You're a diehard Sox guy, no matter what. But you don't. You're not profitable off that. Yeah. You make your money on you know getting to capacity. You make your money on the Nesson broadcast. They have that new streaming service that I'm sure would be much better off if they had a, a guy to sell it with. So you can start to do if you do the Devers deal. I'll grant you that. 
you get Devers for a decade, and then you got Story and Devers on the left side of your infield. You have Marcelo Mayer coming up in a couple of years. Tristan Cassis at first base. You have you know you can sell Chris Sale. You have a closer. The bullpen's much better right now. They've done a good job at the back end of that. But that's I think not... the PR the, the, the bullpen PR push is going to be heavy. Oh my god! I'm the what was that? The John Farrell. We have five aces, five closers. <laughs> let's go to oh let's go there. Let's go to Mark in Florida. Hi, Mark. Hello, Mark. Yeah, hey guys, how are you? Good. Okay. Where are you in Florida? Uh, south, south. Where you are, Chris? Oh, I can't hear you very well. Uh, you're in a bad cell. Can you hear? Give me one more shot. Yeah. I, I hear you guys okay. perfectly. Oh, there yeah. we go. What's on your mind, guys? Our team finished in last place last year, and our we've gotten progressively worse. And I. I Upset. All right, Mark, your, your phone's not good. But they've gotten worse. Uh, they've gotten better in the bullpen. They've gotten better. They've gotten better in the bullpen. That's a T-shirt. Well, the Yankees Turn are Yankees are better than the Red Sox last year, and they're better this offseason. <laughs> Back over to the Patriots real quick. They have fifty. How much room? Fifty-three million in oh, cap yeah. space. Yeah, and they'll have a hundred million next year. You, so you don't think they're going to spend that? Kraft won't do free agent frenzy too. It's this wild thing. The cap is going up, so everybody's going to have cap room. Okay, but you don't think he'll spend that? Do I think – here's what I would do. Ready? I, I'll give it to you next if you want. I can give yes. you my three-point plan. The off-season plan? For the, for the New England Patriots. Even though there's four where, games to go? Where there is a – they are a Super Bowl contender next season. Ooh. The Super Bowl slash World Series contender plans of Chris Curtis next on the Kenny Curtis Show. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R dot com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. way to a holly jolly Christmas is to listen to Curtis and his plan for Patriots reascension into Super Bowl stardom next year. This is the offseason plan because you think they're going to lose tomorrow Yep, and the season will be done. Dunsky. Well, not done. You never know. Tune in every Monday to hear what Bill has to say on the Great Hill <laughs> Show. Um, so the By the no- way, well, how do you see that happening? You see like car lighting them up or 
Mac being a disaster, like Max Crosby, eight sacks, or what are we thinking here? So the Patriots have had two games where they were, in each game, a play or two away from having their season end. The pick six from Mac at MetLife <laughs> Stadium, where you we everybody knows where they were, seeing the guy run back down the field, Mac Jones <laughs> jogging off, and that was 17-3 ball game. Great job by Marcus Cannon getting beat so bad. The I'm, play came back. Unbelievable. And the... the uh, DeAndre Hopkins scooping uh, fumble, scooping score. The one hand DeAndre Hopkins stick it out. God, which Bill loves DeAndre Hopkins. A whole other story. A I love I, affair. Pre-game. I hate to do this, but I, he's just the last one I saw. Kyrie Thompson tweeted, "You know, Bill loves these guys. When's he going to get one?" Never. He said the same thing about Aaron Rodgers, and he had Tom Brady here. He does this stuff outwardly to make it appear that he loves these things, but he doesn't. Kyrie, by the way, going to join us at twelve thirty. I will ask him that question. Right, does he, he really believe DeAndre Hopkins would come here? What, well, why did he wax poetic about Aaron Rodgers when he just had a guy that could do that? They got Devontae Parker, top 10 receiver. Right. Go ahead. Um, Off-season plan. It very seemed- simple. Spend $20 million each on top-end ty- uh, top receivers. Two $20 million top-end receivers, whether that's by trade, free agency. I don't know who's available. Did you think Tyreek Hill was available last off-season? Uh, no, I did not. So he got traded to the Dolphins. It happens. Diggs gets traded. Justin Jefferson gets drafted. People win both ways. I don't know what they're going to be picking, where they're going to be picking. You're going to spend $40 million this offseason on the top-of-the-line receivers. Next step, you're going to bring in Bill O'Brien or someone. I don't think mm-hmm. they'll do this, but I would do it. I would bring in Bill O'Brien today, give him coach and waiting if that's what it takes. And the third step, very simple would be to bring in a top-end general manager, whether it's Pioli, (laughs) who's still around, who is friends with Bill, but you need to take things off the plate But Bill Belichick. Do that first before you make the signings. The new guy would come in to make these signings. Whoever. But I'm saying that... So you have Mac Jones for three more years Mm -hmm. at a very low number. And you think he'll be back and he won't... Right, pitch fit and Bill won't trade. I mean, they're, they're well. It'll be part of this whole plan that like he'll be brought into the tent and they'll sit down and they'll say, "Hey, Mac, this is what we're going to do." Right. You do what the Dolphins did this off season, but the Dolphins have Mike McDaniel. You have a better head coach, and I believe it. Mac is more durable and has a very similar skill set as Tua. Tua is much more damaged because of what the team allowed him to be done. I would be nervous about Tua's future on the field and off. So. It's not that difficult. You just have to spend money you have to t- bring in high-priced talent. Can they get a tackle? Would that be part of the plan here somewhere? I, I'm sure they will get – I mean, fixing the O-line is kind of boring. That's usually Gresh's side of the street. But <laughs> well, okay, we'll just my throw, po- throw that in as an addendum. Of course. They need a better O-line. The, how about this? An O-line coach and an offensive coordinator, two separate people. By the way, they also have outgoing free agents potentially in Jacoby Myers and Jonathan Jones, who they've used as their number one corner, so – yeah. That's not good. But the number one corner with Bill, I'm done reacting to that. Like, he's so good at scheming up defense. And the guy that called earlier, he was correcting me. He was very angry, and I argued with him a couple months ago. And he brought up Earthwind Moreland. He was right. I'm wrong. Bill can coach up and scheme up any cornerback. Although, Jack Jones has been a little exposed against good receivers this eh, season. But between he and Marcus Jones, I mean, they've had a good draft class. I, I do think Bill has a case to keep hold of the GM title and most of the power based on what he's done the last couple of years. Not he had it. He's always has it, had it. But instead of bringing in a buddy's friend in Ron Wolf or bringing in, you know, someone else that's beholden to you, bring in someone who respects you, like Scott Pioli. I'm not saying Scott Pioli, but mm-hmm. someone that, like, 
I'm just done with Bill adding and adding and adding as he ages. There's just there's a reason Marvel Levy's not coaching anymore. He should be scaling back. Scale back. And, you know, if you really want to keep your kids on the staff, that's fine. Bring in an actual defensive coordinator and give them the title. That would be great. And that gets them there. So you think that two elite receivers is a tall task, even if they get one two. And, and to keep Jacoby. Mac is good, not great. He needs great things around him to become and elevate to be a title contender. He did it in Alabama against college competition. He can do it in the NFL. The issue is protecting, scheming, and getting talent that is undefendable. Like, even if Bill was at the very top of his game, he stopped Tyreek Hill for a half, twice. Stopped Hopkins last week. And that's incredible. Just, I would not put the. I think Tyreek Hill is far more difficult to cover than DeAndre Hopkins, and he was got Colt McCoy throwing him the ball. Wait, do they shut down Devontae Adams tomorrow? M- Mahomes zero catches for Adams tomorrow. You would agree that Mahomes to Tyreek Hill is about as uncoverable as we've had in the NFL recently. Yeah, Diggs and Josh Allen, those guys go against the best defenses. They're always open. They always they they might be stopped for a half or a quarter, but they always win. With Bill's defense. Bringing in those weapons on offense, this team is a championship contender. The NFL is not, you know, the Chiefs are very good and the Bills are very good, but they're not like the Colts of the early 2000s no, or the Patriots of the old. I mean, they yeah. are not indestructible in any way. So you're not that far. You I just like have to do things. You have to spend. And they have some money, and I think Kraft will spend. Right. And now, I don't even go far as far to say, don't bring Brady back. Don't even go down that road. Whoa. It's, it's a waste of time. My God, you are out on Brady. You've I'm, turned. I'm not out on you him. You said I'm just, he fell off a cliff. I, I was. You said Kellerman was right. You I, tweeted that this week. I, I was. It was it said two thousand days later. Kellerman may finally be right. It was oh. sort of tongue in cheek, but yes. By I, the way, on the Six Rings uh, podcast, and Fitzy and Hart do a great job with that. Fitzy, by the way, in Vegas. I don't on understand. His own why he, he flew out to Vegas this week? Why did he flip, film himself jumping on a bed? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, they had the Raiders guy on, and he was commenting. You want to know what a boob McDaniel's is? I mean, obviously they've had. Four losses went up by 10 at the half this year. That's the most in NFL history, including last week with the whole debacle. But they did not throw to Devontae Adams in the second half one time in that loss last week. Not one target in the second half. And it was going up against Jalen Ramsey. But he had two unbelievable catches. So tomorrow, I think they're going to try to force feed Adams to a negative. They will try to overcompensate. And Bill's gone heavy zone last week. Advantage Bill and the Pats defense tomorrow. Okay. Two, two, three picks tomorrow. I'm going to tell you that... Jack De- Jones, Marcus Jones, John Jones, every Jones. Derek Carr will throw a brutal pick, but it won't be enough. Because I, w- I, I would hate to root for Derek Carr. God, does that guy suck What, onions. really? He's not a bad guy. He sucks. Really? He was all butthurt that Brady may have said that he was the guy. Like, oh, well. dude, I'm sorry. You, you went to Fresno State and you went to the <laughs> NFL. You haven't had it that hard, and you complain like a little bitch when somebody says Brady's <laughs> better than you. I mean, he is. Wake up. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. It is Ken and Curtis. Do you like the Curtis offseason plan to get the Patriots back to a Super Bowl stardom? Do you have any doubt that Derek Carr's off the roster next season? Now he'll be I love, gone. I love Josh. I love the car. I love our coaches. Although they extended what are we doing? him, they, have, they have to trade him. Right? They'll trade him somewhere. No. They didn't they extend him. No, they can. It's only five million bucks. Oh, right. They, they cut him loose. Cut him loose yeah, by like June first. That'll be the McDaniel scapegoat. Right. He'll be gone. Sorry for being emotional. <laughs> but I could see like if you want to see pissed off. Brady. Brady there. Yes, I mean, Brady to the Raiders. Oh, I should ask Christian about that. Didn't Christian tell us that Brady McDaniels had an issue when yeah, he told us yeah. that Brady was going to the Tampa Bay? Yeah, but that, so much has changed since then. That's true. Brady's right. a new man. He's single. He's, he is single. All right. Um, speaking of Belichick and his future. So, but do you, do you co-sign my plan? I just don't see them getting two elite receivers. That's not going to happen. But, I mean, if they get one, I'd be stunned. You're right about that. But why? 
that's just not the way Bill does things. But so who's, who's going to push him to that? What's Bill's most famous saying? Who is it? T. Higgins? Or what are we talking no about? Longer they no longer no days have one Devontae Parker, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, enough out of you. Nick, Christmas bonus for you. <laughs> He's um, coming, he was coming alive these last few weeks, you got to admit, until that concussion. Um, the the Bill Belichick saying, it used to be no days off, now it's every day off. But it's also, do business as business is being done. Yeah. Who's winning without elite receivers? Yeah. Well, Bill... Bill thinks he can. What do you think Odell Beckham did before he got hurt in the Super Bowl for the Rams last season? I mean, you and they also have Cooper Cup, and you yeah. have. I mean, look at the teams that make it to the Super Bowl: the the Chiefs and the and the Bucks, the Rams and the Bengals last year. It's all offenses that have elite level wide receivers. All right, I have another question about Belichick, which I will ask you next here on the Kenny Curtis Show. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.